welcome to the Hobby Tassel podcast. I'm Gemma. And I'm Candice. This is the podcast for creatives run by two fellow business owners who discuss the ups and downs of creative entrepreneurship. From dealing with imposter syndrome to celebrating new business milestones, we're here to talk about all of them with you. Hi, welcome back to the Hobby Tassel podcast. This is part two of our series talking about becoming a full-time business owner. And a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the challenges of doing it full-time. And this week, we're talking about all the plus sides of becoming a full-time business owner. So, Candice, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. So, the first one we want to go over is freedom. You are now your own boss. You get to say whatever your schedule is. And you can take time off. Although you're probably going to feel guilty about it, you can still take time off. It is available. I think the word availability is the most important thing here. You don't need your time off approved by another person. So that's like a huge thing for me is that no one is watching over my day and therefore I get to create whatever I want to do on a day to day basis. I'm not forced to do any of the tasks that are uncomfortable for me. I'm not forced to work with someone that I don't want to work with or that okay, that sounds really bad but that's never happened to me really but I'm not forced to meet new people that I don't particularly want to meet like if I want to be a hermit I can be a hermit I'm not forced to go like okay you are forced to go to this social event because you work for us the fact that I'm able to you know work whenever I want to work take time off if I want to be able to work after hours because that was an anxiety of mine is that sometimes I think about work after hours and if I'm if it's the only thing that can make me happy or the only thing I'm quote-unquote craving that sounds like a weird crave but like no but I know <laughs> I yeah know. <laughs> like you know right okay yeah so yeah that essentially I can do what I want to do and that's great it's, it's having control over your own life. <laughs> it's something a lot of us don't have. Like, if you want to take time off in two months, you have to ask permission. <laughs> and unless you're a business owner and you have freedom over your schedule, and that's a massive plus side. And for someone that is a night owl, not having to wake up early in the morning is it is so good. I love not having to <laughs> set an alarm when I'm working for myself. I can sleep for extra hours if my body needs it. And often it does. I need... <laughs> I know some people are fine on like six hours sleep. I need at least eight. Otherwise, I physically feel the effects the next day. <laughs> so being able to catch up on sleep is really important for me. Oh my God, I just thought of another one. If you're sick. So clearly you have not read the schedule, Candice. That is point number six. <laughs> oh, did I? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I wrote the script. But yeah, we can actually talk about that in this point because it is so true. You can work with your energy levels. You cannot work when you're sick. And Candice, bless her, is sick a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Poor Candice seems to always have something wrong with her. <laughs> um, yeah, I am someone who suffers with a lot of headaches and feeling stuck in a job when you have a horrible headache is horrible. 
and I also suffer with fatigue sometimes. Like, I'm not just talking feeling a bit tired. I'm talking exhaustion, like mm. real exhaustion. And yeah, like when you start crying for no, not no reason, but like your body just starts crying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so when I'm in those periods of not feeling a hundred percent, I can not work and I can go to sleep. Or I can sit on my sofa and cry. <laughs> if that's what I want to do, I don't want to do that usually, but <laughs> if I want to do that to make myself feel better, I have the freedom to do that. Yeah, you have the freedom, you have the power, and you have the availability. When I'm working, and let's say I'm just I'm hyper-focused on this one thing, and a headache comes along, or like I feel like that, for those migraine feelers, you know that feeling you get behind your that one eyeball? <laughs> and you're just like, this sucks. If I was working under another person, unfortunately, it's not something that you could send yourself home for. You should be able to. It genuinely, yeah. you should. But apparently it's not the norm too. Where if I'm working at home and I feel like genuine trash, then... <laughs> I would just look at William and go like, I think I'm gonna take the rest of the day off. I can't. I'm yeah. exhausted. I'm something's not right, and I'll go to bed. I won't sleep because I'm thinking about work. Like I can't rest properly. But that's a topic for another conversation. But yeah, like I can step away, and then if I feel a little bit better at night, I can come back and I can pick up where I left off. But it's the fact that I'm even given the power to just like get up and go like, no. Mm to know for me today it is so kind of bizarre when you think about it though the fact that you have to work when you're in physical pain in a lot of jobs <laughs> and you know it's not a said thing if you're in pain you still have to work through but it's the culture isn't it I have had seriously painful headaches and I've just sat at my desk not being able to work because I'm in a lot of pain but I'm not allowed to go home. And no one's told me I'm not allowed to go home, but I know from culture <laughs> that I can't say, can I go home? I have a headache. Like, it just sadly doesn't work like that. And it's just bizarre when we think about it. <laughs> if you're like me and you feel the guilt of... Uh, what's that word I'm looking for? Feeling guilty for inconveniencing your coworkers because you're going home, then you don't have that anymore. Like, you're not really inconveniencing anyone because you're one. <laughs> you're that one person. Um, and genuinely, at least in the art community as well, I'm sure all a lot of the other small business communities are like this. When you tell your followers or whatever that you're feeling ill and that you'll, ca you'll take some time to catch up on stuff, you know, people, people understand, um, like, why you are irreplaceable you feel important you're not like some one speck of the sand in your corporate world where like if you're feeling ill then you know it makes sense that your order doesn't go through because like there's a thousand other people that could do it like you know you you are important so people recognize that and yeah it's just it's kind of cool it's not cool that you're sick all the time but i'm just no. saying it's cool you can you know give yourself the space <laughs> yeah definitely so moving on to 
point number two, and that is more earning potential. Now, I am coming from a background of frankly being underpaid. I've never felt like I've been paid on a similar level to my peers. And it definitely knocked my confidence because I'm someone that associates my salary to my worth. And I know I shouldn't, but that's how I feel. So for me, I feel excited at running a business because I know that it has more earning potential long term. And now don't get me wrong, if I would have really focused down into a career and focused on that salary progression, I'm sure I could have done it. But I know that I can also improve my salary by working on a business that brings me joy. And although there's a dip in income when you first get started, I know that long term, there's much more potential there to earn more money. And I am motivated to continue because I genuinely believe that I will start earning more than my peers in the future. And I know that sounds maybe egotistical, but I don't care. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I am determined. And it's like a big ego thing. Like I want to prove my worth and show that this was the right decision. And I do believe that I will eventually earn more money. (laughs) There's essentially no cap. Because you can earn as much as the market is willing to... Not willing, but as much as the market can um in terms of how you grow your business like your stage is not capped therefore your market is never capped for example uh william's job he told me how it's eventually gonna get capped like his job is like it as a software engineer it does get capped if he stays in that position he would constantly need to switch positions or like move up into like executive role to get more pay but even at that point there's going to be a cap. I'm not saying that you are going to earn as much as like Facebook or Meta, whatever those things are called. Like, like it's, I'm not saying that you are going to get to that point really quickly and or like that is, you know, where you want to get to. Like if that's your goal, that's no longer small business, by the way. Just uh, <laughs> That is no longer small business. But if you're staying in small business, technically... There's no cap. And so there's more earning potential for you for sure. Cause I'm doing e-commerce. Like, so I have Etsy, I have my own website and now I'm on YouTube. Like there's, you don't just go like, Oh, we're going to cap Candace at like a hundred subs or, or whatever. It's like, that's not how it works. Mm. So yeah, the higher earning potential is very, very enticing. Yeah. And when we reach that point, that'd be really nice. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move on to point number three, and that is friendships. <laughs> I am here with Candice, who lives in a completely different country to me, and I would say we're friends. <laughs> um, oh my god, at this point, I would say we're friends. <laughs> um, and I have made so many new friends since starting a business, and that was a completely unexpected bonus for me I did not expect to become friends with so many people it's really cool (laughs) yeah I've met people online such as Candice 
And I've also made lots of local friends as well who are fellow business owners or work for businesses that are in the local community. And, you know, there's a fear that you're going to be very lonely when you start your own business. And that can be the case if you cut yourself off. But there's so much opportunity to make friends and make, yeah, really close friends as well. Yeah, like you, you know, finding friends or like finding people that you click well with is very hard if you know nothing about that person and you have zero things in common. But if you're talking to another small business owner, you already have one really big thing. You're... Your suffering journey of I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true though. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it kind of it kind of is though. Like if you if you are suffering and someone is suffering with you, you kind of just like you you both just sit there in your sad bubble, and a lot of times it kind of turns into a deeper meaning because both of you are like not having a great time and you're supporting each other, and yeah, it. I would say Gemma and I, every single time we experience something that's really negative, our relationship gets a little bit deeper. Yeah, it's true. Um, It's, yeah, it's really true. And so therefore, when you meet other small business owners and make new friends, just the fact that you've both been through something really hard is pretty special. And to go through it together is like, whoa. You know, and it's not just that biz friends wallow together, but they also yeah, no, celebrate no, no. each other's wins. Um, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know, I've had friends celebrate my success. Like when I've had a win, they have been there cheering me on, and that feels so nice because you know when you're talking to people who aren't small business owners or aren't artists, they don't get it. They don't get it in the same way. Having someone who generally understands how proud you're feeling or how satisfied you're feeling and cheering you on is just really nice as well. And I think we're very lucky the industry we're in. Um, everyone's so kind. Everyone's lovely. I haven't, I haven't met anyone who's nasty. I don't think I've met one nasty person. I think when you choose to become full-time or if you choose to even run a small business a lot of times you kind of you kind of have a different perspective of life and I think due to that perspective I don't know it just makes you more real you know so when you meet those kinds of people I'm not saying people who don't have a business are not real they are real okay that's (laughs) don't don't yeah, don't think that that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, specifically, people who run small businesses kind of have a different perspective of life. And, you know, it's nice to talk about that perspective with them. So mutual so understanding. Yeah, mutual understanding. That's the word I'm going for. Okay, that's good. Yeah, because I was, I feel like I was going on that train of like, I said <laughs> one thing and then people were like, okay, this is not what I meant. If I say I like cats, it doesn't mean I hate dogs. Okay, that's a completely different sentence. <laughs> but yeah. And so this goes, this ties into our next point, which is feeling really satisfied with your work. Now, I think two episodes ago, we were talking about craft fairs 
and I was saying how, you know, it's very daunting to do your very first craft fair. It's very daunting to do your third, fifth, 15th, 20th, 100th. Okay. So it's tough, but once you get it done, it's super satisfying. Even Will, Will, my husband is saying things like, yeah, when I'm, you know, working on your, your projects, like, cause you know, free employee, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) So when he's working on my projects for him, because he's working from scratch, it's very hard, but it's so satisfying for him because, you know, you're doing something new and it's your own. And you're one person. You gotta take all the credit. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, it's it, true. You can. <laughs> you you can take all the credit. You do have a support group, so they they get credit too. But it's yeah, like you you made it out of nothing. Yeah, when you make that sale as well, whether it's yeah, normally the first sale of something new to you, there's like a feeling of pure joy. <laughs> that comes from that and you know even being in business a couple of years I still feel really happy when I see see a sale come in and every single one that comes in I'm like Callum Callum I got a sale (laughs) because I get so excited about it yeah so thank you anyone who's placed an order with me because genuinely it makes my day (laughs) yeah it really does and seeing those reviews like on Etsy and stuff it makes me really happy that I made someone's day and, like, I just want you to sit back. Like, Gemma, you included. And, like, for those who are listening and have started their business, I just want you to sit back, close your eyes, and just think, where would your business be if you didn't exist? Nowhere. So you literally made something out of thin air. Like that? Like, did you... Like, Amazon wouldn't have existed if Jeff Bezos didn't think of it and made it happen. You like if he didn't exist, I don't think Amazon would have existed kind of situation. And so it's like, wow, from the ground up. Isn't that amazing? That is. And I think we always forget that. Like we get so caught up in the day to day that we forget how far we've come and how much we've done. I mean, in our wrap up episode from last year, remember, we'd forgotten all the things we'd done. Um, you've accomplished so much like we all have and we forget that and pat yourself on the back because you're doing an amazing job um yeah go us <laughs> and even just the day-to-day the day-to-day is generally more fun than a day-to-day in a nine-to-five I mean it may depend on the sort of nine-to-five you have but generally if you're running your own business it's going to be something that you enjoy So moving on to our final point, and that is that job security isn't really a thing in the nine to five world either. You know, us small business owners, yes, live in a state of financial insecurity sometimes, but just because you have a nine to five, it doesn't mean that you're secure. And that's really scary but the pandemic, I think, shown us that. And it really feels like the pandemic was a while ago, but it really wasn't that long ago that people were being made redundant. And the state of the world was changing and how our businesses looked changed as well. So 
you know, I was like my mine was a baby business back then, but I started teaching in person workshops just before the first lockdown happened. And then I could no longer teach in person workshops. And that was the only thing I offered. But because I have a small business where I could be flexible, I could then adjust my business to accommodate the current market. Whereas if you're in a nine to five job, you're kind of stuck with the position you're in and you're reliant on the company to adjust to the market. And your job security depends a bit more on your employer. Yeah. I think the fact that you are your own boss and that you get to make the call of what changes to ensure your income or like, you know, adapt is really powerful. You you are not going home that day and thinking, well, the market is down and there's a potential I can lose my job and I don't want to ever get an email saying that, you know, my boss needs to talk to me and blah, 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 blah. I think as a business owner, small business owner, as an artist, there are still going to be people that exist that are looking forward to your creations and that alone will help you with keeping the ball rolling regardless of how things are going like right now our economy is you know garbage but you can still work on your business it just means you have a little bit more downtime to work on you know growing your business so when things start picking back up you have more to offer it's really different when you're working corporate and your job security is in the hands of another person. Although it is difficult as a small business owner, you can still keep the ball rolling. You can still work on other business plans. Um, yeah, I think that's like the key takeaway to, you know, having external factors not as effective on you. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, businesses can still 100% be impacted. But again, it's all about that flexibility. And yeah, like Candice said, it's not up to someone else, it's up to you. And as scary as that is at times, having your fate in your own hands, I would rather have my fate in my hands than in someone else's. Oh, that's so true. That is very powerful. Wow. Yeah. That's not sarcasm, it was genuinely like, wow, you're so wise. (laughs) It's my extra couple of years of experience on this planet, Candice, so I'm full of wisdom. Um. (laughs) So with the end of the series, we're ending it on the pros of becoming a full-time business. The first one is, like we said, freedom, the power availability. You know, it's pretty much endless. You get to work with your natural biological clock not work against it you are your own boss the second thing that we talked about is earning potential you don't have a cat essentially you you work however many times you want like how many hours you want and you can earn income that won't be capped because your employer doesn't want to give you a raise you're your own employer friendships you know you can create something special like Gemma and I we we don't like have never met each other in person, but we have been meeting each other for like maybe close to one or two times a week for the last year, a more a couple of years actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's really amazing. 
meet the people around you you get to like suffer with other people kind of well, okay okay well like have other people <laughs> support you while you are both like in the you know the negative fields like you mm-hmm. someone understands you is what i'm trying to say yeah. <laughs> um they really understand you you get to make something out of nothing and that itself is super powerful right you wouldn't if you didn't exist the small business wouldn't have existed because your artwork is unique and so therefore whatever you make is much more satisfying than you know than anything else essentially when it comes to the small business external factors don't really affect you as much as if you were to be working under another person because you get to make the changes you don't need it to be approved by another person blah 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 Last but not least, if you're like me and you get sick very often, you actually get a step away from your office and just take the day off without having to feel guilty that you're inconveniencing another person or whatever your anxiety and guilt is. Just take that time off. So these are the, you know, one of some of the perks of becoming a full time business. There are a lot more. And over the podcast, Gemma and I will probably talk about more that we forgot. But yeah, these are the perks. So this is the end of our episode. And it is really great talking about these positive things. And it makes us feel really happy that it affects, you know, like our tips affect a lot of you guys because we see your reviews now. It's amazing. And I guess (laughs) we'll chat with you guys in two weeks time. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Bye.